Good evening. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? Uh, doing okay. Can't <laughs> complain. That's nice. What about you, Richard? How are you doing? You yes, you sound like you're in right Quaaludes. Today. What's a Quaalude? <laughs> <laughs> what? Quaalude. What's a Quaalude? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. What? You gotta tell me. What? Huh? Tell her what questions are. I'm so confused. Oh, let her Google it like she does everything else. <laughs> how am I? Oh, I don't even know how to spell it. Can you spell it? Q U A A L U D E S. Quaaludes for 500, Alex. I am not on drugs. <laughs> oh! Activity? It's a sedative, dear. It says the drug was used during sexual activity. Any drug can be used for sexual activity. Good grief. Oh, but this stuff is good. Nitrous oxide doesn't work. Save your money on that. That's for Dennis. But I tried it just to make sure, because that's what you paid me for. That's what you hope I'm doing out there, and I did it. Some guys like to golf. You know, this is my hobby. I'm all right. Wow. I'm not. I'm not on drugs. This is how rumors get started. <laughs> rumors. For Brian not being able to shut up about me being a lush. Mm-hmm. Are you? Wait, I'm not what? A lush. I'm not a lush. I was about to say, when, when did you become an alcoholic? Never. P.S. Mm-hmm. has always been an alcoholic. Never. How did I miss you, that? You just lie and lie. <laughs> My name isn't Ryan. Lion, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, that's clever. <laughs> he's not even here to defend himself because I bet he's not listening. Ryan, are you here or not here? Are you listening to us? Are you reading the book? Yeah, why is it? I thought he was joining for he's this. He's not one. here. He says, "Hi, kids. I have family here." Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. He mentioned his mother-in-law is I'll here. I'll be in the other room. Text me when you want Aaron and Jenny added. Recording is on. So his mother-in-law in your Yes. So are we? How is? Does anybody have any good stories? from the week well I went to Old Orchard Beach tell us about Old Orchard Beach is that Maine it is Maine. I drove up to Maine over the Labor Day weekend to see my friend John and retrieve some property that I had asked him to hold on to and safeguard for me. And on the way back, stop. stockpile of quaaludes? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> and I'm that sounds like it could be like the beginning of an interesting story. Retrieving some property from your friend and then that's when they bust you. For- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Just I use the generic term property because I just don't feel like going into the story of. What is that crackling sound, Richard? Oh, sorry, I was opening What was that, Richard? Opening a candy bar? His quaalude wrapper. You didn't even quaaludes know what quaaludes it. were until five I minutes know, ago. I know, but they're fun to stay. Don't try and pretend they come in a package or whatever that you know about. <laughs> in the plastic. I don't like. I don't. I don't even know. Like they come in cellophane from the grocery store. Hi, are they real? Are they? Are they legal? Yeah. Are they illegal? I'm pretty sure that they're not. And you don't get them at the grocery store. Hello, Aaron. I'm sorry. We're talking about drugs when we could be talking about you. <laughs> no, no. He has an addiction, and we're, we're staging an intervention via Skype. No, I don't have an addiction.
Drugs. Okay. Drugs, no. uh, for, for everyone's information for, and, and for the record here, it is a Schedule One drug in the United States as of 1984. Schedule? Yes, Schedule One. It means yeah, like- every two hours, every day. <laughs> We'd be a lot better off. <laughs> no, it's uh, Schedule One controlled substance. Oh my God, they have a list. Excellent. <laughs> P.S. It's, it's not a checklist. Okay. It's not a list that you should used. Schedule one <laughs> is classified as having a high potential for abuse, no currently accepted medical use in treatment, and there is a lack of accepted safety for use of the drug. Huh. So it's all around bad for you, apparently. Yeah, do not, do not. This is a announcement, a public service announcement from P.S. This is a P.S.A. <laughs> Do not do yeah. drugs. Do not just say no to drugs. Hello, Aaron. You look like you might have some words to say. Oh, my God. Somebody fell asleep. I can hear somebody snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that noise was, actually. <laughs> Aaron, are you there? <laughs> somebody make a note. <laughs> Is Aaron really asleep? Before him now. He's snoring. Yeah, Aaron from my fan. But I can amuse. This is revealing that he's actually he's, gone. He's got nothing. He's gone yeah, to the bathroom. I, was, and he's not I here. On, forgot I was on mute for a second. Oh, it's classic poofa. I did download something interesting this week. What's that? Uh-oh. Remember how Death, how you had a DVD version of a Very Potter musical? Yes. I downloaded the DVD version of a Very Potter sequel. Excellent. You're going to make me a copy. <laughs> sure. I can send it to everybody if they want. It's like eight gigs, but. Yeah, whatever. It works. Or you I would rather burn a DVD of it and mail it to me. <laughs> that sounds like that requires a lot of work. What the hell is a huffle? <laughs> oh, jeez. It's actually two DVDs. I, uh, I could only find one that was two so long. So, yeah, I'm good. not going to rail on a very part of musical because you guys seem to be fans. I so haven't I'll be watched nice. it. I'll, I'll be the neutral person. Richard, what is your opinion? It's pretty boring and stupid. In my opinion, I watched like the first 15 minutes of the first one and I was like, this is not fun. But then again, I've never, ever enjoyed musicals. I just tried really hard because. Well, there are whole big sections of it that are skipped via the soundtrack of the actual songs. The songs are mostly pretty good. The play itself is hysterical. There's, There's moments that are just absolutely hysterical. Just you just not stop laughing. A lot of fandom jokes. I think somebody wow. should make a Harry Potter rock opera. I would watch that probably. Nice. Very nice. Go for it, man. <laughs> Except I don't like... An opera? Yes. You don't like musicals, but you'd have an opera instead. I'd watch a rock opera similar to The Pick of Destiny by Tenacious D, for example. You act like I've heard of that. (laughs) I thought maybe you being your age would have... Maybe something in pop culture. I've never heard of whatever you're talking about. (laughs) I'm I'm so confused. I don't know anything about music care to realize. It's all good. But anyway. At any rate. Right, so. Let's talk about drugs more. I don't know. How about let's not? I think let's not. I'll be the responsible one tonight. Have we got any more club business? Do you guys know that they have orange M&Ms now? They've yeah, always had orange they've M&Ms. They've had those for a while, yeah. Really? So the answer, the answer to your question then is yes. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is that because you're cool. eating M&Ms right now? That's exactly right. You know what? I recently bought a bag that didn't have any brown ones. How do you not have of- brown M&Ms? 
I don't know. I thought that they had gotten rid of brown. Richard, are there brown ones in your bag? There are. I guess this like, gag I brought brown on the inside. just had, like, you know, gone by the the like brown shoot at the time that they were refilling it or something. You know, I I, I don't know what the M and M's factory looks like, but Probably I guess that. they wouldn't. I guess they wouldn't fill each bag from the color shoot. I guess they would have the colors like all the different colors co-mingle and then they would pour them into the bags. You know, so that they'd be even and not like sounds, layers. It sounds so scandalous. All the M and M's co-mingling. Boom, shabba, lubba, lubba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. All right. So what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about... Talking about... The book. Wherever the book. The book. <laughs> the schedule has changed. We are discussing the book tonight. Yeah. Yes. That's that's my fault, actually. I, I requested that since I wasn't caught up yet with E5. Aaron, how... How could you? Why? 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 Why would they do this? I'm ahead, Aaron. I I am ahead of you of the I reading. I mean, the the viewing. I am ahead of it. Well, I'm just I'm just a fail then. Sorry. We'll pick it up in a couple of weeks, and that should give yes. you plenty of time. Yeah, I should be ahead by then. I'll All probably right. have finished it by then. At least until the end of season four. After that, you're allowed to stop. Thank you. What are we talking about? Babylon Five. Babylon Five. The Babylon Project was our last best hope. Peace. Oh. The name right, of so the place is Babylon. It's Babylon 5. 2200 tons of spinning metal all alone in the night. Mm-hmm. That's like a ship percent. or something or what? It's a space station. It's, no, it's not a moon though. No, it's definitely <laughs> not a moon. That's no moon. It's a space station. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Gotta slip in as many references as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but we are not discussing Babylon 5 tonight. We are, in fact, discussing a song of ice and fire. Ice and fire. I wonder what that what? song is. Do you ever wonder, like... Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> the song of ice and fire. Like, yeah, because it hasn't come up, I so. take it Actually, well, I take it to mean we're taking maybe, it literally. Maybe the story will be end, will end with a rock opera performed by John and Danny, and that will be the song of ice and fire. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be the grand finale, or maybe they will resolve the conflict. Instead of a like... war, they will have a battle of the bands in Westeros. <laughs> I, 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 I can go all likely. night. I can go all night. <laughs> all right, so. I was there at the dawn of the second season of the Puffer Exchange. It was a port of call for fans, for a hundred fans. It could be a dangerous place, but we accepted the risk because the Puffer Exchange was our last best hope for conversation. This is our story. Welcome back to the Puffle Exchange. I am P.S. I'm Deathrill. I'm Aaron. And I'm Richard. That was so good. See how good things are when I'm in charge? Since when are you in charge? Because I did the intro, I got there first, Mr. Slytherin Actual Green Man. Mm-hmm. Mr. Deathrill. Anyway, go on, Mr. Deathrill. You act like he's on a, a ship or something. 
Pretty... Of course, Mr. Deathrow. Are there an actual green? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just pat her on her little head and let her pretend that she's in charge. Well, you are green and you're a man. But I am not a green well, man. She has good points. She does have good points. You can't deny that. Mr. I am green Deathrow. in a metaphorical sense, but I am right. not what you would call a green man. <laughs> like you're from the moon or something. No. No, you're not. You're not. You're not Take from the moon. Take me to think. your leader. He's right. I'm a Cylon, and I have a message. So take me to your leader. Or maybe you are. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, while the question of death rolls, planet of origin is still up in the air. I remember that we left off on page 202 in my copy. 171 is, in my copy. Which is the beginning of the Tyrion chapter. Yes. It says, are you certain that you must leave us so soon? The Lord Commander asked him. That is where we are. And I love this because Tyrion is making friends. He's hanging out with the Men of the Night's Watch and they're really taking to him. They obviously want him to put in a good word with his father to send some men up to the wall to hold back the night and, and just replenish their ranks. They are in a negative population growth here and they just need more recruits they need quality men instead of rapers and thieves and bastards and general undesirables well, bastards doesn't necessarily mean they're not quality yeah. men there could be i mean you know rapers and thieves of course are rapers and thieves but <laughs> bastards are just unlucky well john is generally the exception to the bastard rule that we've seen in well, the how society many, how many bad bastards have we seen outside of well later on the ones that are spoilers yeah Yes. <laughs> I, I can also think of several neutral bastards aren't particularly bad. Or- I can think of some awesome bastards. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. If I probably won't, I don't know if it's been talked about. It's like a historical thing. It happens like three, like 150 years we before. Can, the- I, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure I do. Yeah. He's talking about the Blackfire Rebellion. I am. Thank you. I don't think it's been mentioned yet. Yeah, let's yeah. not. Let's not go is, into that. And in also because book? CS hasn't read past the first book on her reread, so she may have forgotten some stuff. Okay. <laughs> AKA she doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. I will retract my use of the word bastard and insert how about we say bastard as in jerk instead of bastard not meaning the kind of bastard that john is but bastard meaning like Uh, i I don't want to start using that in that term because bastard does have a very definite connotation that i think Uh, rapers thieves bandits criminal elements who basically their choice is be executed or Mm. go join the night's watch yeah there's also an element of people who are captives or have done this in lieu of being killed who are otherwise highborn such as Sam for example Sir, yep Sam Charlie he wasn't the he wasn't the best example I'm thinking of um well Jor I mean not Jor uh, what's his name um is it Aegon is it it's the the guy who Master yeah. Aemon that's who it is yeah he was one of the as we soon find out one of the the Targaryens or whatever however that's pronounced we still haven't figured this chose, out. I thought he thought he chose the Night's Watch. I didn't think yeah, he was I thought he, did he did. The story behind Aemon is that he was a member of the royal family, but he was very far down in the line of succession. He went to study to become a maester, and maesters swear vows of celibacy, and they, they don't <laughs> hold property and so forth. But then, due to hilarity ensuing, most of the rest of the line of succession was wiped out. He was in line, even though he's ineligible. They were yeah. trying to pressure him 
him to forswear his vows as a maester and take yeah. the throne, he went and joined the Night's Watch instead and said, here's another set of vows that I'm going to take just because I don't want to be on that throne. <laughs> That's another example of the type of, I forget what his name is, but the guy from the very beginning of the fic. Fic. Book. Fic. Um, that's okay. Well, I called Babylon 5 a fic. Okay, that's bad. Um, it, but it is a fic in the sense of the term that it is, it is fiction. It is all fiction. It's all fiction. I mean, yeah, once, so, if we ever cover nonfiction, we can't call it a fic, but this could be a fic. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't anyway. think we need to feel self-conscious about that. But anyway, Aaron, carry on. The character from the very beginning of the story. The deserter? Uh, not the deserter, yeah, but the, the prologue dude. I forget what his name is, but he was like the eighth son, eighth in line of succession or whatever, and so he, he was sent to the Waymar Royce, I yes. think. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. And then yep. I'm also thinking of the rare occasional person you'll get, like, for example, Benjamin Stark, who is just an honorable man mm-hmm. and goes to because they need people like him. I wouldn't do it, though. I mean... Well, I mean, I it's wouldn't do terrible. it anyway because I would be married to some old man, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just thinking about like who was it that there's somebody that married like a, a really old fat man in this book. I think it was one of uh, who's the the people that live in the Manderleys, like one of the or no, you're gonna get married to. God, who's that guy who lives with the twins? Old, um... Oh, no, no, Walter. no. Please, anybody else. Yeah. Walter. Or Walter. <laughs> no, Walter Frey, yeah. You're going to be Walter Frey's, like, life. 18th wife or something? Jesus. <laughs> that man is prolific. Yes, yes, he is. Guy. Yeah, he, he's an interesting character, to be sure. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in any fiction ever have quite that many offspring. How, how many does he have? Like, we, we're talking a dozens, right? Dozens God. and dozens. Yeah, lots of them. If you give me a second to somebody, pop. I think somebody said that he could put all his sons and grandkids and so forth and, like, put them into an army and face the throne or something like that. I, lo- I love how there's multiple Walders, too, like they, and they, like, all have different names because they're yeah. all... Yeah. There's, like, Little Walder and then... Fat Walder. Fat Walder, because there's just so many. <laughs> <sighs> I think that if I had to marry into any house, I would probably Tully, because they probably wouldn't kill me. Yeah, but they might let Littlefinger have you. The Starks wouldn't kill you. Yeah, but it's kind of cold. But then again, that might be okay, because it said Caitlin's room was really warm because it had the furnace, so... It was the spring, I think, that was beneath. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that, Starks. Starks are also very honorable, have a long history of royalty in their family, Mm -hmm. even. Oh, you know what hasn't really been touched on, but the house I really like, Martell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think I'd like to go down there. My, Why do you like one the Martells? Of my, I don't know. They just sort of appeal. What's wrong I with I really like them, too, a lot. Like, my favorite character, you don't see him. You don't, Well, you don't see him physically. Loss of limb will not excuse you. Until you the third book, but he's talked about the Red Viper. Yep, he's one of my he, favorites. He's really bad. I love for, him. For actions his, that we will get to in, like, 20,000. Right, that's, I know. That's why, that. I, that's why I was like hesitant to say anything because we haven't been my favorite character either but yeah let's not let's stop talking about later books because we will eventually get there if you continue listening to the Puffle Exchange covering A Song of Ice and Fire by by George George R. 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 Martin if anyone wants to do some quick math I can tell you how many frays there are just how many frays are there going from the first wife and so on there's three (laughs) two six three four and four oh am I supposed to be adding these numbers yes you are (laughs) oops I didn't realize that okay one more time three two six three 
four, 11. and four. 14. 22. Uh, <laughs> I counted 22. Okay. That would be how many sons. There's also uh, one, crazy. two, three, four, five, six, seven daughters. Those are just his direct progeny, which is really, yeah. really scary. Because Does it include his bastards? <laughs> no, that's all the legitimate. It's his legitimate sons? Oh, my yep. God. Because you're too legit to quit. And he has, yep. and it's probably dozens of bastards as well. Yep, that's insane. Well, you know, if you have that many progeny, a few bad. What are a few bastards here and there? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh. Walder yeah. is obviously somebody who likes to have sex. Then we will conclude this deal in our traditional manner. We will have sex, and his boys can swim. <laughs> yes, yes, they can. So um, okay, that's a dead end. We were talking about Tyrion's chapter here. About Walter Frey's sperm. He's a dead end. It is a dead end. Well, uh, well, obviously it's not a dead end for them. But uh, <laughs> it's a dead end for us talking about it because, well, we just don't need to go there. <laughs> but. We were talking about Lord Mormon and how he wants Tyrion to talk to his father about sending more men up to the wall. He says Tyrion is a cunning man, and we have need of men of your sort. And Tyrion says, then I shall scour the Seven Kingdoms for dwarves and ship them all to you. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing except Sir Alistair, who is just the biggest prick ever. Doesn't have a sense of humor and says, he is mocking us. The little dwarf is mocking us. I must beat him severely and <laughs> Tyrion just turns it back around on him and, and makes an enemy out of him which is, is not a Isn't good thing. Isn't that when he stabs him with the fork? Like when does that happen? Doesn't he like does he stab like fence him with a fork? He like pokes him in the chest and Oh yeah yeah he's, he's talking about it. Let's see there's <laughs> he, he challenges Tyrion to go out to the yard with him and, and settle it with steel and Tyrion says why? The crabs are here. <laughs> he says make your japes with steel in your hand and he points with the crab fork and says but I have steel in my hand. <laughs> All this is contributing to why I love Tyrion. Oh, he's great. And I love that how excellent. Lord Mormon's raven just loses his mind and starts calling, Duel! 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 Which <laughs> <laughs> is great. And can't wait Alistair. to see that scene in the TV show. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. I can't wait either. You realize oh. they'll probably cut this scene. Yeah, they'll probably cut a lot from the TV show. Well, I gather I that don't know. That's that's going to be really funny, though. Like, they gotta it have... will be. It's a great comedy moment. But I, mean, I thought they gotta, the way I mean, they do have to have funny the... stuff, but I think I would say that this... I would not even be surprised if this little jaunt to the wall by Tyrion didn't... Because the book is a season, right? But it, yeah, that's the way it sounds that a book is going to be a season. But otherwise, why is he on his own to get captured? Because he would have gone back to King's Landing with everybody right. else. They have to. I don't it. know. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's like a lot of like jaunting around that I'm sure I, that it'll get cut. I think it's possible they'll, they'll keep it because they, if we know Jon Snow is going to be a character, presumably a major character. I haven't read far enough into book two to know if that's true or not. But but if you if you assume that he's going to be a major character and Tyrion is, they'll just you know, stick with both of them as they go up uh, to the north. Right. And they go plus together. They'll give, you, they'll give you a chance to see the wall and I'm sure that they'll have the events later from, from later in this book. Um, I can't wait to see the wall. That's going to be some great CGI. Yes, it is. I remember, well, what, what was the in, in Lord of the Rings, I think it was the the first thing that I saw that was like really truly epic was that first time you see I think it's Baradur you see them do the pan up or they go like up and up and up. And Which up. one is that? I saw the movie, but I don't know the names. Uh, it's I believe it's in the 
second one where they first do the pan all the way up the tower. There was good the stuff. Which tower? The f- like which castle is it? That's the one in in uh, door. It's in, in Mordor. She just said she okay. didn't know the names. It's the bad. The place. bad guy's castle. Yeah. Yes. yes. The really big one with the eye <laughs> at the top. Okay. <laughs> Give her a break. I didn't know the castle name either. I knew, I I know what Mordor is. I I just don't remember what the name of the castle was. But like I'm I'm anticipating that some of the, the shots have got to be that epic, especially the wall. The wall's got to be crazy. Walls. It's what well, is it? how, how many miles one, of solid Did y'all ice? see the the castles? Thirty-seven. They have I think. the castle. If you, I mean, I posted it in the in a thread on the forums. But I'm gonna. Well, I mean, I, I can't paste the link into the chat because I'm on Skype on my phone. Ah, uh, phone. But if if y'all want to go look, they have released how the, the designs of the castles will use. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I've seen that link before, too. It's in the, the George R.R. R. Martin thread in Explore Other Fandoms. And it's kind of interesting how a lot of them were exactly how I pictured. Well, like, I, I pictured think Casterly Rock to be a little bit different than they showed, but other oh, than Kester. that... Yeah, I, I, didn't really, I didn't realize it would be like sitting on top of a rock. <laughs> Or however it was. I, I, I need to look at the pictures again, but... Casterly Rock. I know, but I thought maybe, like, the rock was, like, near it, or... I didn't re- I didn't realize that it was the way that they've designed it to be. I pictured it different. For some reason, I pictured the hell, the homes in Winterfell to look just like the homes in Hobbiton, except not in the hill. We're all looking at photos right now instead of talking. Yeah. When is the, when is the alleged starting date for that? I, do I thought not it was know. February or something. Thought. Let me Wikipedia that and see if there's an entry while you guys are doing whatever it was you guys were doing. I'm looking at the pictures. We were talking about the wall and how epically awesome it's going to look in the right. Mm-hmm. And on the wall in the chapter, John and Tyrion are having a conversation. It's more of this touchy feely character moment stuff. John accepts all of the advice and the words of wisdom and the life lessons, and he pulls off his glove in the middle of this winter cold, and he offers his hands. I offer the hands of friendship. He calls him friend, and, and they shake hands there, and it's I think it's a really nice Aww. moment between the two of them because John he is a bastard. He doesn't have a lot of friends really. I I mean, all he really has are his half-brothers, one half-sister, and his father. That's not a lot. I think he has two half-sisters. He does, but... No, you're saying the other- Sansa doesn't... Sans- like, Sansa wouldn't support him. Yeah, Sansa she doesn't count all the stuff. Well, then you so, can't yeah, count really Rickon. Like- How can you count Rickon? Rickon's a little bit... Yeah, he's a little young. bit young. But, yeah. uh, I like him, though. He's, he's spunky for a little kid. He's, he's too young for me to like him. Yeah. He's too young to for me to Have remember anything that he did or said. Shaggy Dog. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that the worst name of all the dogs? Yes. That's the coolest. No, 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 no. Come on, you guys. He's not a dog. The shaggy dog, the movie. Oh, the Tim Allen thing. Yeah. Wasn't that that was how was Lady's a classic dog name, like Lady and the Tramp. That's why the lady is a tramp. The problem is it's a dog name, and it's yeah, exactly. Nymeria was a pretty bad name. Nymeria was Nymeria a good name. Awesome. Great win, I'm, Ghost. I'm uh, still waiting for Nymeria to come back. Me too. I'm hoping, hoping she comes back. Right. Well, the last one is well, Summer. Summer was a good name. I thought, uh, and it was. I thought um, Summer. I thought it was a pretty cool presentation where he just wakes up and says his name is Summer. But I'm going to have to go with the best being Nymeria because I'm obviously biased with Arya being my favorite of the Stark children. Yeah, Arya's good. I, I like, like Bran a lot, but I think that's mostly because we get a lot of Bran, mm-hmm. uh, especially especially that one chapter. 
Well, it's uh, hard not to like him after the poor kid gets thrown out a window. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's your that's your bleeding heart there, my friend. I just oh. never liked him until a little bit later when he... Well. He's not. He's not annoying <laughs> like the other kids are in, in many ways. I'm pretty neutral. Neutral on Brand. Like I'm not particularly interested in Brand, but I can't say I hate him. I mean, I can't say I hope hold any kind of malice towards Brand. He should have died when he fell out of the window. I wouldn't go that I far. Say. I think some interesting things might happen. I mean, I'm obviously this, this is so some bizarre. interesting the, things might happen. The, the cold-hearted Slytherin is the only one with any compassion for this kid. <laughs> compassion i just said that i didn't particularly like him i'm the only I mean, one I, who likes him i like other characters so there's no room left in my heart for brand it's okay, okay. Oh, what are we gonna do with you ps it's funny because my favorite character shoved him out the window <laughs> really? That's funny. really jamie lannister is your favorite character yeah but probably just keep reading dude can't this talk is about. richard Richard, what's your favorite character in Harry Potter? Severus Snape. If we are to truly discover the meaning of these events, perhaps we should let them unfold. Oh, I think we should tell that. But then he also likes. I, I, I was. I thought he was going to say Bellatrix. I forgot he liked Snape better than Bellatrix. Well, she's high up on my list because her manic craziness is very, very sexy. But yeah. she's just completely nuts. That's just that's like not even. Well, I mean, I don't think there is such a thing as sexy crazy. Hey, Richard, but. you want to know where you can see a really good Bellatrix in the Potter musical? Then, after sneaking into the Department of Mysteries, will enchant. Excuse me. Whoa! I'd rather, well, I was going to say something really disgusting, but I'd rather just not watch that, actually. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for the recommendation. I think of all the, I think I'm right in saying I would like to go live at Sunspear, because I think it's the prettiest castle. Picture it being, like, in the middle of the Sahara Desert, and just... Yeah, I think, I think that sounds romantic. It's like, it reminds me of the Arabian Nights. <laughs> It's not romantic. It's sweaty and smelly. And there's camels. Let me have my fantasy. Are there camels? Watch out! They spit. I don't know. I like like Princess Jasmine. <laughs> Let's you not just stereotype want... everybody who lives in Arabia. I just said I could. It's a fantasy castle, and I just said I could be like Princess Jasmine. I wasn't saying that everybody that lives in Arabia is like Princess Jasmine. You just want a pet tiger. <sighs> yeah, that'd be that cool. would be <laughs> cooler than a wolf. What would know. you name I think a pet tiger? Lady. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's even is it a boy female. tiger or a girl tiger? I think. See, this is. I like. Think I like lady because it's like ironic. Because like you, you name it lady, and it's like this tiger. I mean, it had to be a female tiger, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I would, really I, lady is a good it. suggestion for a female tiger. If I was, do they have tigers in Westeros? I don't know. I don't think tigers have been mentioned. I mean, maybe not in Westeros, but like even in the other parts of this planet, I don't think tigers have been mentioned in the story. I'm, I'm sure they're pro- they're probably there. I think they have. Like most, like most, you know, fantasy worlds, everything's there. It's just in you know different places. They probably yeah, have like all the all there's. They've never been to. I always thought that was funny about these made up places. They have like regular animals, like Earth animals. I thought that was funny about BSG too. 
like they had elephants because she had the she had the the knickknack elephants and I was like why how do they have like what's the chances that like elephants, elephants. would also appear and like dogs and cats and rats and what pigeons and lions and tigers and bears what about well, the olifants the yeah, what olifants. the olifants from <laughs> oh yeah wings. It, it's it's because you can't just create all you new can animals. just I know if you make up it's animals easier. and you then it's a story about made up animals and you can't yeah. you know you. You can either have a story about made-up animals, or you can have a story about a story and just say, well, here's animals. It's also easier if you want to have somebody have a pet, to have them have a pet cat, and have them, like, have a pet croc lion. That would be interesting. Which is actually a a creature from a sci-fi book that I like. Is it like a crocodile lion? Kind of. It's like a scaly lion. Scaly lion. Right. Anyway, that's why they call it a croc lion. And it's yeah. very dangerous, but yeah, but it's made up. Yeah, and you, you can definitely make up things like what the hell's the beast from? Sort of truth. I can't even I remember it. Gratch is the thing's name, but what the heck is it called? It's uh, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Game of Thrones. Even if they make up stuff like dragons, for example, it's still something that's you know, kind of. I mean, of dragons aren't. Yeah. I mean, they're made up in the sense that they're not real. But George R. R. Martin did not invent dragons. Exactly, and he pulls from the cultural whatever milieu. Uh, there we go, zeitgeist, mm-hmm. and picks something that we know what it is. You say dragon, and you know it's a scaly thing with wings that breathes fire. You know, you can make it your own and make it slightly different, but you still. Yeah. it's have, about. I mean, it's about like signs and recognition because we see there's something that we're just in our culture conditioned to have all this background information about and you don't have to go into depth explaining what a dragon is because we all know what a dragon is and we have all these you know context for dragon and we have context we even I mean different stories that use similar types of things knight kings and queens and stuff and we all have context for that because we've seen it in a million other places so you know I mean this is pretty unique unique in its presentation I would say but I think a lot of this and you, you can see this in every single story basically that'll that much of it will rely on context you already have and building on it so that it doesn't have to waste time setting up stuff that you already know I like this one one of the things I love about this series is the seasons how it's not just every year you have a spring summer winter and fall no it's summer can last 10 years and then winter could last 20 it's yeah it's I want to like know what is up like it's quite clearly a different planet like a different solar system. Well, and, if you want to think about it that way. And we're not even, you know, not even truly sure how long their cycles are or whatnot. Yeah. Or their years. I was thinking on this, and it's it's been a while since I thought about it necessarily, so I may get this a little bit wrong, but I think the effect of the long summers and the long winters can be achieved by the planet is going around the sun and it's rotating on its axis, but it's also got some sort of a twist thrown in there where it's spinning on almost a second axis if you will. It's rotating in place, mm-hmm. but it's also turning another way as well, and that would increase exposure to the sun and, and cause yeah. long summers. I think it's probably a little more mystical than that. Like, I don't know, maybe there's like an effect that people can have on the world, almost like a karma-like effect where just stuff gets bad for a while if certain things happen or, I don't know, something like that. That's the way I thought about it. I, I don't see any legit science playing into it. Maybe it does. I mean, it's never really gone I mean, into I think, why. I mean, it's not, I mean, Death Roll just explained how it's happened. Like, it's not like a implausible planet to exist. Yeah, you know, I mean, something you is, could probably I mean, explain using science, but is probably something that George R. R. Martin did not really think of yeah. specifically. I mean, it's obviously it's not going to be gone into because these people don't know science. These, these yeah, people are in medieval times 
things and not even on their radar. But it's just something I think of when I read this story and see that they say that summer lasts 10 years. And it's something I think of because I know science because I live in modern times. And another thing that I thought was funny about this, if we're talking about our thoughts as outside observers on this society, is that they talk about 8,000 years ago. Thousands of years ago. You know, that's like recorded history. Isn't that 8,000 years ago? Thousands of years ago. They, they know what happened 8,000 years ago. Thousands of years ago. So yeah, why, why, are they still in, why are they still in medieval times? When you think about us, 4,000 years ago was Egypt 4,000 years ago? Thousands of years ago. Like, I mean, Westeros time was like maybe 1,000 years ago. Thousands of years ago. And you think this culture has been like stuck or something? That's, that's I mean, another... You know what I'm saying? Like it's you not think a they haven't? Really. Like this <laughs> is as far as they've come in eight thousand years. Like when you think about for us, eight thousand years ago. Like I don't, I don't know what was going on eight thousand years ago, but I'm pretty sure it was cavemen. Thousands of years ago, before the dawn of man as we knew him. I think that's that's another fantasy convention. I mean, you look at Lord of the Rings and how how far has their technology progressed in however many thousands of years Middle Earth has been around? I and mean, we're just now getting to gunpowder with Saruman, kind of inventing it. He's whatever the, the wizards are, a Maya spirit, or whatever it is. He's not. He's not even really of that Earth. He's not. It's it's. There's no advancement in that world either. Can, can I pause you right there, Aaron? I think you said the key word wizard. They have magic. They don't need science yeah. so much. That's that's also it's, true. But this doesn't really have magic. No. It really doesn't. I was going to speak know. of another, it, another series. So yeah, I'm saying like, um, yeah. and I did, I actually did just look it up and 8,000 years ago, which would be 10,000 BC, the 10th millennium BC. How long ago did you say this was? Thousands of years ago. No, shut up. Is where they first discovered cave paintings, where they first, yeah, cave paintings. Your, your like math, that, that your math isn't time. right, P.S. Your math isn't right. 8,000 years ago is 10,000 BC. Oh, shit, you're right, yeah. Okay, well, it's still, it can't be much better, but I'll look up 6,000 BC and see what they were doing at that time. Why are we talking about this again? They keep talking about was, they haven't progressed as much as we have. Well, if you think about it, our Middle Ages were, I don't know, 800 years ago, and if we say that 10,000 BC were cavemen, you could argue that the last thousand years, humanity has developed at a much more rapid pace than previously, so. No, but, like, even if you go to eight thousand years before our middle ages thousands of years ago that's like pre-recorded history before the dawn of man as we knew him and i get the impression that the eight thousand years ago thousands of years ago from this story is recorded history the ice had made the globe innavigable it's like basically the same as it is now. Like this culture has been basically the same for 8,000 years. Well, we don't know that exactly because, I mean, the children of the forest and the first men, we didn't, they didn't see steel and, you know, armored knights until the Andals came over. And that was only, I don't know, 700 years ago from the start of the story. So we don't really know what civilization was like then, to be fair. You also don't know what resources were available. The discovery of gunpowder, it comes from the East originally, right? And it was used to make fireworks and explosive stuff. It wasn't developed as a weapon. I mean, maybe the resources just aren't there. Who knows? There, there could be 10,000 different explanations for it. Okay, if anybody is curious what happened 10,000 years Years ago. Thousands of years ago. That was the beginning of pots and wine and rice and plowing. Wine, very important. Yes, <laughs> that's why I mentioned it. And rice. Wine is created for the first time in Persia. Those Persians. Right after the drink. plow. So after they. <laughs> 
after they invented the plow, <laughs> That's ironic, they had to actually. That's figure really out ironic. something to do after a long, hard day's work with the plow. It's a world He's- that's seen a lot of war and a lot of conquest, and I think that tends to retard development. Yeah, that's also other, very other- astute and very correct. Yeah. And I will say, having read the works of Jared Diamond, who is someone who's written extensively on why certain societies on Earth succeed and fail based on things like climate and native animals, I would bet that this 10 years of winter thing isn't too good either. Yes, that would also slow and restrict growth when you're stuck inside your house for 10 years. I mean, I think there's obviously like a range of how the seasons affect different places, but I would think that like globally, it wouldn't help. I mean, it would, like you say, restrict progression. Speaking of learning, the maesters in the Citadel in one of these chapters right here, it's the one we're actually still on, the Tyrian chapter. They say that the maesters there have confirmed that summer is coming to an end. They, They figured that out scientifically somehow. Probably astronomically. They probably have enough astronomy to be able to predict the season. I would wonder if, um, now I don't, I'm not an expert in death roll, did touch on about the orbit of the planet, but I wonder if it's a, if it could be a very large orbit. Like, I wonder if they're so, like, they obviously mark years a certain way, but I wonder if their solar year is very long so that they may not be easy to predict. I would would agree with that, P.S., but we seem to get indications that it's not evenly spread. Yeah, I just would wonder if it was so long that they could... Like, for example, I remember reading recently that Neptune recently completed its first full rotation since it was discovered. That's cool. I mean, not not rotation, orbit. Right, right. So it's been a year on Neptune since it was discovered. A long year. Ooh, ooh, Gen 2, Gen 2, Gen 2. I think Gen 2 is ready and wants in. Okay. So... Could somebody text Ryan? Because I can't. I'm on a, it. I need to keep Skype in, open. On it. Well, I was going to say, there may be, speaking astronomically, there may be like a particular star that comes into... Uh, anyway, w- yeah, like, what I was saying was that... conjunction or something that precedes, immediately precedes the summer ending, so they would know about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I would wonder, that's my, anyway, my point was that I would wonder if the Maesters, if it was unreliable prediction because this planet hadn't had one full orbit since, you know... Thousands of years ago, before the dawn of man as we knew him. Man had this, built, had, you know, technology to study. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it, maybe there hasn't been enough data, basically, to be able to predict it. Because maybe their thing takes 10,000 years <laughs> or something. Yeah. Very long time. Probably not. A, a planet with that sustains life would have to be fairly short. I know, I know. It wouldn't, it couldn't be that long. But I'm just trying to think of ways that they could not reliably predict the seasons. Because that's, I mean, in real life, that's one of the first things with the first scientific astronomic discoveries that man made. Hey, Jen. Jen. It's Jen. Welcome, Jen. We have not even gotten through the first chapter. Because we're yakking science. Science. Wow. So I didn't even miss anything. No, not really. No. Interesting discussion, but not really anything of too much substance, honestly. Wow. We're talking. We're talking about the world, like like the um the kind of planet the story must take place on. Ah. Because of the wonky seasons. Oh, yeah. It is wonky seasons. Yeah. I I'm I never really gave much thought to it. I just obviously it was hosed. So. 
<laughs> it's an interesting intellectual exercise trying to figure out what the orbit of a planet would be like to uh, <laughs> to have produce the seasons that they describe in the in the, uh, the story. True. You guys are going to be way above my intellectual level tonight. I'm just going to warn you. So I'm going to make. What's up? Well, see, drugs I have this boost. drugs. Yay, I, drugs. Yay, drugs. I we have. Were discussing drugs earlier. Quaaludes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I. <laughs> narcotics. I have a bum shoulder because. Aww. I have a bum shoulder because I injured myself with Diet Coke. Gen 1, how are you? Hello, I'm Jen. <laughs> yeah, I, please explain this um last december after gymnastics my daughter has gymnastics every wednesday and after gymnastics we always go to my grandma's and elizabeth always wants mcdonald's and so we always take mcdonald's to my grandma's to take her lunch and then we spend the afternoon there well, we always get drinks, and they always give them to me in a drink carrier. Well, it just so happened that I had the front seat full, and I didn't have anywhere to put it. But the lady also handed me the drink carrier, and I grabbed it with my right arm, which I was driving in the driver's seat. So I'm reaching across my body through the, through the window. And I grab a drink carrier with four large drinks in it. The four... Four big, large drinks in it. Well, I don't know what she did, but when she handed it out to me, it wasn't good a good pass. So it was off balance, and I'm bringing it into the car, and it's, like, all wavery. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's going to go. So I'm trying to get it down to my floor because my seat is full. Well, I'm reaching down over to the passenger side floorboard, and I feel something go. And, and it really, it wasn't just, it was more like, holy motherfuck, more like that. And so I was able to... To get our food and then I pulled into a parking space and Elizabeth's like I want my fries I want my fries I want my Sprite I'm just like mommy needs a minute and she's yelling at me I'm like mommy needs a minute we're not going anywhere today go away and so being me I spent the next four months pretending that I didn't have a shoulder injury. And so then when I finally went and saw an orthopedist, he's like, you have frozen shoulder I'm like my shoulder doesn't hurt it's my arm you're gay so huh. then I spent another two months saying that guy was a dink. I can deal with this until I couldn't deal with it anymore. And then I went and saw another orthopedic guy and he was like, you have frozen shoulder. And I'm like, damn, that's what the other guy told me. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, you really would rather have torn your rotator cuff. And I'm like, damn he's like well it takes like a year for it to freeze it could take up for a year for it to freeze and then it goes through a stage of being frozen it could take up to a year and then it could take up to a year for it to thaw but the good news is is that eventually you should get at least 95 percent to 100 percent of your mobility back but for right now it's gonna feel like hell But for right now, my right arm doesn't go anywhere. I mean, I can't comb my hair or wipe my ass or nothing. <laughs> my goodness, Deb, you poor thing. So, you have to learn to wipe your ass left-handed. That's just terrible. Yeah, it's terrible, and I'm right-handed. So I was good, and I started doing the things that the orthopedic guy told me to do. And I waited until I was better, and I went to physical therapy, started physical therapy a few weeks ago. And I was doing really well, and then I overdid it because I was trying to get better too fast. And this was last Thursday, and I overdid it to the point where I was in so much pain that I was yakking in my bathroom. Ooh. Oh, God. And 
And so this was last Thursday night that I was barfing. And then I kind of was sick all weekend. I was so miserable. And then I went in this weekend or this week for physical therapy. And they were like, oh, bad. And they're like, you need to go see your massage therapist. So I was tortured. <laughs> Today in physical therapy, yet again and then they told me that I need to see my massage therapist who does deep tissue stuff whatever and so I went and did that this afternoon so I was tortured twice today and now you're about to be torched a third time so so I'm 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 taking Vicodin yay And so if you're going to try to get me to think about anything heavy, I'm going to claim shoulder. Shoulder. Very good. How about we talk about a sword? Hey, I wouldn't be lifting it, but I could think about it. Because there's going to be plenty of swords at the tournament. Yes. I think you have a a particular sword named Needle, actually. Yes, because, oh, Aaron, how how astute. The next chapter is an Arya chapter. How funny that you should mention Needle. Yeah. And they're discussing the tournament. Question about Needle. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking of ice. Uh Uh-huh. A long sword, you know, like in your mind, and you see knights and movies. It's, and it's stuff. actually it's a great big long. I sword. love ice as being dry, freaking enormous. Yeah, now, it's what a about it's pretty much ceremonial, and they only use it to chop off guys' heads. Like I don't see it as the kind of sword you'd take with you t- into battle because oh you yeah, wouldn't be able to no, 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 you are mistaken, I, totally No, I no, that's what I figured. But this was what he took with him to storm the trident or whatever. Oh really? Huh? I it's didn't know. Like, oh, yeah. Robert has a mace that's supposed to be gigantic, right? Yeah, his warhammer. Uh, yeah, they have crazy big weapons for some reason. So, but in terms of, you know, what you're thinking of when you think of ice, you know, because, I mean, you're thinking of, like, in your head, you know, Eddard carrying ice. What size is Needle? Is he, like, like a foot and a half? Yeah. Like a foot and a half plus his hilt or... I'm trying to get this in my head because she conceals it. It's got to be no longer than than uh, than basically a long knife. Yeah, because she's, I mean, nine years old. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. calling it... They're calling it a sword, yet... Which means it's got to be longer than probably about a foot of... A blade. Yeah, I'm just trying to get in my head exactly what it is because it's not really a dagger. Or they would call it a dagger. Yeah, yeah I always pictured it kind of like a like sting to a hobbit. What I thought. Like, yeah, because a dagger, a dagger is what that brand, right? Yes. Yeah, a da- I mean, a dagger is a dagger. I mean, I think we all know. Right. A knife is a knife, and a challenge to the death. And that's and that's what well, but that's what he described the weapon that they came after Bran with. So I'm thinking it can't be a dagger. Hey, you know those grilling utensils, <laughs> you know, like a long skewer that you use to turn the meat on the grill. Definitely, yeah. you would know all about this. I'm picturing it kind of like that, like in the sense of length, maybe. Yeah, I think like I have probably longer than a knife. Like you know, now the knife. Maybe maybe the length of your arm total. Hill and all. Yeah, that could work, maybe. Maybe a tad bit shorter. I don't know. I'll be interested to see the HBO. Uh, they show. mentioned, he calls it a Bravo flame. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah I almost pictured it. Yeah, it's like a fencing sword. I almost pictured it as. Yeah, yeah almost it, like it a, is almost like that. Like a rapier. Mm hmm. It's light, easy for her to, to lift. It, it won't hack a man's head off, but you can poke them full of holes with it. Poke them with the pointy bit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm really looking forward, speaking of the, the TV series again, I'm really looking forward to Sean Bean as Ned Stark. I think that's a crazy good casting choice. And I, I really want to see him and Arya with the, if I, they ever do a scene like this. I was actually, I was looking at that. I got myself all worked up over it yesterday. And I saw the girl that's playing Arya, her tryout scene where they were teaching her to use the sword. fencing sword. Nice. And she... They spent two hours with her and, you know, she goes from where they're just trying to parry with her and and then, you know, two hours later, they're showing her again and the kids like totally whacking up on the guy that's teaching her. And it's like, okay, you can tell that's the girl that's going to do it. But it was kind of cool, but it made me very excited. And then I'm like, oh, I still have to wait. Which reminded me that I'm still waiting for book five. And so I'm like, damn, this series. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All right. But we're on an Aria chapter. Yes, we are. Um, and I'm yes, not su- I'm not supposed to be, you know, coming in and hosing up the whole process here with my newness. That's all right. All right we were, so we are sort of meandering. We are on the Aria chapter. Aria and- does not want to go to the tournament. She says it's stupid. What? That's stupid. You're stupid. Sansa says it'll be splendid. Arya isn't wanted, and Eddard has finally had enough. And he says, "Your sisters, I expect you to act like it." Neither one of them really listens. Yeah, Sansa because she's annoying, and Arya because Sansa's annoying. Yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> yeah, I really love the scene because it shows Ned being a father in ways that I don't think he even really anticipated he would ever have to be. Finding out about his daughter's sword and deciding to teach her to, or get someone to teach her to to fight. I don't think he ever anticipated that when he had daughters. No, I think especially in this chapter two, it's it's kind of foreboding. He's talking to the girls about how important it is for them to be sisters, you know, to remember that they're sisters and they shouldn't hate each other so much or blame each other so much. And ties of blood are everything. Family is everything. Right. And which is when you think about like his siblings and his relationship with his and how he you know lost his siblings. I can see how that would be something that he'd want to encourage. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole reason he went to war was because he lost his older brother right and his father of course and that's not the sort of thing you can let stand you can't tolerate that you you have to call your banners and go and make war on whoever did that because otherwise how do you have any respect for yourself how do you expect anybody else to respect you i also like that he validates Arya here in this chapter that he really does know that sansa was lying and Mm -hmm. that Arya was telling the truth Mm -hmm. to the king and he understands that she's in a lot of pain about losing your friend and you know i think that that her wolf and her wolf. But I, I think that Arya needed to hear that at that point because she was in a lot of pain and suffering because she didn't think that anybody believed her. And at least knowing that her father, he may not have been able to verbally take her side, but understanding that he believed her and believed in what she said was able to help her move past this a little bit. So mm-hmm. Most definitely. I like at the conversation, he's talking with her and he's just really amazed by how grown up she really is, even though she's nine years old or whatever age she actually is. She is not really a child. She knows the words of the family. Winter is coming. Yeah. And more, so, Go ahead. more so than more so than some of her brothers and more so almost any of than almost more than any of his other children. I think she embodies that kind of stark philosophy. Stark philosophy. She's very much a Stark. She looks exactly like her father. There's nothing of her mother there, so she's the starkiest Stark of them all. <laughs> of the kids. Starkiest Stark. Stark. Yeah. The starkiest Stark that ever Stark. And then we get to meet one of my most 
favorite characters. I mean, not my favorite. Arya, I think Arya is probably one of my yeah, is my favorite char- character. But we get to meet Sirio. Sirio is mm. so cool. He's and badass. Sir- that's for sure. He really is. I'm going to do him left-handed. It's the only way I can be satisfied if I use my right over too quickly. I like the first thing he says. You are late, boy. Because that's uh, that's his thing. He just keeps calling her boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he says, tomorrow you will be here on time. He throws her the wooden sword. She misses the catch, and Sirio tells her, tomorrow you will catch it. That's her goal right there. Catch the sword when he throws it at you. Kind of like Yoda in a way. Yeah, it does remind me of that, too. Yeah, definitely. He even has a weird of... way of talking, just like Yoda. <laughs> no, I don't think he's of... nearly as bad as that. No, no, I'm just saying. Definitely has the acerbic kind of uh, mentor mm-hmm. roll down very well. Definitely. And he calls himself her dancing master. Master, which I think is funny. He's not a swordsman yeah. or, or anything like that. He's a dancer. And the first thing he does is tell her that's not a great sword. You don't need two hands. One hand and jab them with the pointy. Yeah. Now you will try to strike me. <laughs> and tomorrow you will. Maybe. Maybe, if you're lucky. If you listen right. to what I tell you. All right. Can we have a commercial break? <laughs> We can have a commercial break for UPS. I have looked at the pictures of the people who are playing the different characters, and I have to say I am disappointed in the attractiveness of Jamie Lannister, who is played by one Nicolaj Coster Waldow. Jamie's supposed to be attractive. He's not. She's saying that he's not attractive enough. I'm oh, disappointed. They'll, they'll buff him but up. I will say. They'll blonde the surprise, him up. The, the, the surprise hot person is Khal Drogo. Yeah, he's from, uh, he's in Stargate. His Atlantis. name is Jason Momoa. Oh, no kidding. He is gorgeous. Yeah, seriously, he's he's playing Khal uh, Drogo. That's Khal Drogo? Isn't he supposed yeah. to be like a small sort of guy? Khal no, Drogo? Drogo's supposed to be gigantic, dude. No, Drogo. he's supposed to be like a big buff piece yeah, of he's like Drogo's supposed to be like crazy strong. Yeah, like never been beaten. Uh, Oh yeah, no, no. I think Cal Drogo. I'm confusing him with a similar sort of desert-dwelling character in another series. Okay, never mind. No, 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 no. Cal Drogo is supposed to be some big buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa is awesome as Cal Drogo. I think if we're talking about where I would want to marry into, if that's Cal Drogo, I'll go with the Dothraki. I've never been in a horse in my life, but (laughs) (laughs) if you had to be sold into marriage, you would take him as your sun and stars. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Jason um, Momoa played Ronan Dex in Stargate Atlantis, and he's also playing Conan in the upcoming new movie. Oh, cool. Conan? Yep, Conan the Barbarian. I'm interested here. They've got the guy who's playing Sandor Clegane was in Hot Fuzz. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, there's no pictures of him. He was the big. He was the big guy from Hot Fuzz. The, the um, I've never seen that. I just want to know what there he is like. somewhere online. I saw it today. Um, what's what's the guy's name? I'm just going to Google him R- instead of relying because IMDb has failed me. R o r y m c c a n n. I did. I think I just googled um, mm. Game of Thrones cast. P s. You're so bad. Yeah, it, uh, I, I, 
I got really excited when I was checking out the cast and seeing, you know... See, who haven't I looked at yet? I'm disappointed in Jamie. I was disappointed in Sansa, but... I, I haven't seen her yet. She looks too she's old. Well, Google her. she can't be too young because they're, they're going to sex her up a bit. Well, she's only yeah. supposed to be 11. I know, but yeah. in the world that they have her, they're going to sex her up and they can't make it too creepy. I mean, in the time period this takes place in, she would be married, but you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, but she's she's cute. She's it cute, but so- but it, I don't know. It's not what I okay. I don't know. Not what I envisioned. I'm trying to figure out who I haven't looked at that I would like to see. Because I could look up Theon. Eh, he was just, well, of course, I don't really like him as a character anyway, so I wasn't that moved. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not well, I don't like Cal Drogo as a character. You don't? Well, he's not that interesting. I mean, he's not, like, one of my favorites. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't, like, dislike I mean, I, him. He's not, I mean, I don't love him. Well, I didn't love him either, but I didn't dislike him. I mean, he I was... never said, I don't, okay, when I said I don't like him, I meant I don't like him, not... I don't like him. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, I, yeah. I got you right now. He wasn't compelling for you. Right. Just not a favorite. Okay, let's check out. Why is there no picture? I don't see any pictures of Theon. Yeah, he seemed call to me when, Call me when they get to book two. Call Who's me there? when they can't. Davos. Yeah, they only have 10 episodes. Um. Hey, I want to know how they're going to pack this thing. 10 episodes. <sighs> they may not pack it. I don't think they're going to They're gonna try packing it in 10 episodes. I think they're going to... That's um, just how many were ordered. Yeah, I think they might. I think they might have multiple seasons for a single book. I mean, the books are huge. And more than that, HBO's typical uh, hour-long seasons are more like 12 or 15 episodes, but they're, the episodes are longer than standard episodes because they have fewer commercials. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was going to say I'm surprised. Oh, he's not that cute. If this is the same one. Is this the same Alfie Allen that's the brother of Lily Allen and that replaced Dan Radcliffe as Echus? It might be. I... Is Theon a horse, a naked horse person, too? I don't know, but... I mean, I don't know how many how many people named Alfie Allen there can be, but he's not really that interesting looking. No, he's not. Yeah. That's why I said he was just eh. So do we have any male opinions? I, I have like, lots I feel of like, opinions. What, what do you think of the girls? Of who what? The ladies of the TV show. Do you think they match up with what you're envisioning? Oh, I'm not looking. And anybody you liked or anybody who was Lena, a surprise. Lena Headley definitely has a Cal kind of a severe, she kind of has a severe beauty to her that I think will serve her character well. And, uh, and that's, that's, Cer- that's Cersei for people that yeah. aren't like us and looking at the cast uh, list. I haven't ever seen, she was she was Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I never saw that show. Oh, Lena Headey. Yeah, she was yeah. okay. Who is she? She's Cersei. Cersei. Oh, God. No. Uh-uh. Not pretty yeah, enough. I don't know. I I, th- I think they may make it work for it. She's she's not unattractive, at least. She's um, not. But Cersei is supposed to be this gorgeous creature. I mean, that's about the only beautiful part of her. I'm looking at the the the. This is from the Hollywood Reporter photo thing they have. I'm looking at the the side by side of of Jamie and Cersei. They do have kind of some minor similar characteristics in the way they look, but they don't look close enough to be twins. I don't think. Oh yeah, because uh, Jamie and Cersei. I mean, they're not identical because they have different parts. But I got the impression that they like basically look exactly alike. Yeah, I, I got the idea that like he's like just there's like male and female versions of each other. I mean, like it's that close okay where are we finding these pictures i'm i'm looking in that thread but i'm yeah i don't have a i don't have a this is not on puffa this is i was on imdb i don't know where aaron's getting i did a google search for game of thrones photos and that was the first hit was uh, uh okay game of 
Does anybody hate this new Google thing? Yes. That they changed it to. I hate it so much. It's going to instantly date this podcast because Phil is taking it away because it sucks. <laughs> like, well, I forget what I was googling the other day that it completely ruined. Like, I googled, like it was like I googled Battlestar Galactica and it gave me Battleship the board game. Like, <laughs> that's awful. And I had actually I had like finished typing Battlestar and I was typing the G and it popped up with Battle Battleship the game. Okay, here we go. Arya's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Arya's very cute. Very much a tomboy looking sort. Yeah. They're both they're both they're, they're both I would say all these kids actually look cohesive. Like like you know, yeah. like they could like I think especially like looking kids. at Sansa, Arya and Bran together, like I think they honestly look like they could be siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that makeup and wardrobe will do a lot. Yeah, I mean well, Cersei's yeah. obviously gonna be blonde. Like the the actress is dark haired in this picture, but she's obviously gonna be blonde. Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy it from her. We'll see. Joffrey, Joff, Joffrey is too cute. I mean, he's not supposed to be cute. I was just thinking he's a goofy looking motherfucker. He is, he is really goofy. <laughs> he, does, he has this kind of goofy he, look. He looks well, mentally disabled. Well, he's supposed I mean, he's, to be mentally disabled. Well, he's, he's a product a, of incest. He's the child of incest, yeah. I don't think he's really supposed to be mentally disabled. Who is he's who yeah. is Ross supposed to be? Like, who that's is what I that's what I could not figure it out. I've been this going actress through. is named Esme Bianco, but who the hell is Ross? It's like, got to be there's somebody. There's no character named Ross. No, and I saw that, and I was like, who in the hell is Ross? And I've gone through, and like, there is no character in any of the character lists, so it's got to be something they wrote. A character. They made up a character. Why? No. As if there are enough characters. In name. It's no, possible it's, that it's it's somebody who's being amalgamated. They could have taken somebody's role and like merged merged people, or yeah, maybe, right. they, maybe they've merged like Lewin and no, because Lewin's its own character. I'm thinking maybe Roz is like Osha. It's, yeah, it's possible. Maybe it was like one of these deals where it's like sometimes they have to change the or characters. Maybe, Roz is like Osha, Osha and Old Nan and like oh, Old Nan. She's a young, sexy woman. She's no, like I'm saying that maybe they've, maybe they've taken the characters of Osha and Old. Oh, you mean Nan. she's like the woman, a Winterfell woman who is in a who does right. the thing they do, right? Like Septimordain and and all of the Winterfell like. But like Roz, I can't picture Septimordain's name being Roz. No, no, I can't I'm not picture Septim Ordain being hot like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm I mean, just Septim saying that maybe Ordain this... is played in my head by Madame Pomfrey. Like, oh. it's the same person. Like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have that in my head. I see Septim Ordain as way more fat. Well, Madame Pomfrey in my head is fat. There you go. Madame Pomfrey is just have a, she's, she's described as matronly. Okay, so. Sandra doesn't, Sandra doesn't look hot in this picture. Maybe there's two Rory McCanns. I don't know what was the picture that I said mm about, but. I don't really know who I'm thinking of as being the Septa, but I'm not thinking of anyone attractive or even remotely attractive i'm thinking maybe nana nanny mcphee (laughs) (laughs) five points will be taken from each of you no you think he's the same guy he just looks better with hair i mean they're gonna and they're gonna ugly him up too so yeah he's gonna be all burned and stuff yeah they're gonna burn off half his face so they're not actually gonna burn off half his face it's makeup but right but thank you for clearing that up (laughs) p.s 
but, but he's going to have to have some raw sexuality about him because yes, that, he does. He does in fact because, have because that's got because that whole theme you know is woven throughout the entire series. You know that he's got that. Have raw I said thing. before that I ship it? Mm-hmm. There's something about him, even though he's terrible, okay. that makes you. I intrigued. think he's so hilariously gratuitous that they used a picture from Lord of the Rings first Sean Bean. Yeah, that was funny. That was very funny. Basically, like being this is what he looks like when he's playing like a Lord Knight type the, the, the of sort role. of character. Yeah, <laughs> like when he's wearing a cloak and has a beard and stuff. Well, I mean, be fair, it's only a headshot, really. But I know, I just, I just think it, it amuses me. The people that have had like medieval type roles—that's the picture they used. <laughs> well, it's placement. Yeah, there's, a, there's a teaser trailer. Yeah, it's 20-second teaser trailer. Oh, for it's, crying out loud. It's, it's a pretty big tease. Yeah. Is it? Well, I'm not going it? to tease myself. Winter is coming. Yeah, and it's a good picture of uh, Sean Bean. Yeah. The, the more I look at Joffrey, the weirder this kid looks. Thank you. Like, he really looks really goofy. <laughs> like, I'm sure this is just someone that kid doesn't... needs a haircut is what he needs. Yes, for one thing. And I, I assume that one day he might grow into his ear. I say ear because you can't see the other one. <laughs> can, you, can you picture this kid with a buzz cut? Those ears are going to stick out halfway to Guam. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good that he looks wacky. I, you know, it, I think it'll be good. But yeah. he's supposed to be pretty, isn't he? Well, yeah, I, I understand so. that he's a child of incest, but he's supposed well, to be pretty. Because Sansa thinks he's beautiful. Well, Sansa right. thinks he's beautiful because he's a prince. But he also, but then later on, she also says that he's got those. I don't think Sansa lips. would think that was beautiful. <laughs> there you go. She says he's got those wormy lips and yeah, she, she's blinded by the fact that he's a prince and that she's going to be betrothed to him. I mean, she's not seeing reality. She's seeing what she wants to see and she's seeing what he projects, not the actual person he really is. It's our message of the day. And I suppose that you could dress him in whatever he would make him look much better. I guess if you're dressed in finery, you would look much nicer. Yes. I will say that Danny actress looks pretty much very similar to the way I pictured her. I don't know if she looks young enough, but again, she's... oh no, I don't, yeah, she's older. But the, I think like, you're right; they're probably going to age up the girls that have to get married young and yeah, stuff especially, like that. Especially her, who's like married like first thing in the in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know. I think that she's, they actually... she's pregnant before her fourteenth birthday. Yeah, I think yeah. if they actually portrayed that realistically, I think they'd have problems. Problems, they, yes, yeah, good word, have, Aaron. They'd have rights. <laughs> they'd have rights groups and people. Pro- well, they'll have it anyway, but you know, they'd have people yeah. all over the place. Yep. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Danny, we have a chapter yeah. with her. Yes, we speaking do. Of Danny, let's get back to the, the, the fic. Let's get back to the fic. Yes. You're back to the fic. Yeah. Ross we, we has just, a two. We, what does the two go to? Like, there's a footnote, but there's no footnotes. Yeah. uh, Ross squared. I just want to know who Ross is. Well, I do too. And when we figure it out, we'll let everybody know. Yay. We have a year. Damn it. We're back with Danny, and she's learning to be not a queen, but a Uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poo. My phone's not charging. I have to, I have to restart it because otherwise I'll run out of juice. So I will be returning shortly. Okay. Okay. And if somebody wants to warn Ryan that I'm going away, but I'll be back in like a second. They okay. Can. Since you're going to be shutting down the Skype app, you can do that. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye. P.S.
Might we'll be. see you soon. We'll be back. She's just getting used to kind of the Dothraki way of life. The traveling, mm-hmm. traveling, traveling, saddle sores, screwing, traveling, yeah. saddle scores, screwing, traveling. Mm-hmm. I think he's using her. I mean, he's, he's, she's riding, he's riding her, riding, mm-hmm. riding, 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 riding. And then she finally gets used to it. Yep. Yeah, she has the dragon dream again, which is yes. symbolic, I guess. Then she has the whole dream about opening her arms to the fire and letting it swallow her whole cleanses her. She could feel her flesh searing and blackening and sloughing away. Her blood boils, turns to steam, but she doesn't feel any pain and she feels renewed. And the next day, she doesn't feel the pain from riding so much. She becomes tough. Unlike her brother. Yeah. Yeah. Brother's a pussweed. Yeah. um, Viserys is just about my least favorite character in this book. Well... The, the the fact that he gets what's coming to him makes him a that, lot more. That, that like does help a little eyes. bit. I, I guess I guess probably uh, yeah that that's true that's true he does he he's an ass and he he gets and and he's a he's just a, a right prick to his sister but he does get what's coming to him I guess I guess that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's like his whole character is in italics. Yeah, I, I just, he's, he's Harry, but he's Harry from Buffy. I, I was gonna say he's <laughs> Caps Lock Harry. He's Caps Lock Harry. You do not command the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to wake the dragon? I'll wake the dragon. God damn it! Please don't he's, wake he's, the dragon. He's, he's, Let the dragon snore. You can try and take the penguin eggs, but watch out for his roar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else have that game as a kid? No. It was great. Uh, you played this little penguin. You're going around on these icebergs and you're trying to steal your eggs back from the dragon and you're you're trying not to wake him up and you press the button and the icebergs shake and if your penguin figure falls off, you have to go back to the beginning. And I had don't break the ice. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good don't, one. Don't spill the beans. I had ski free. What? Oh, ah. <laughs> did you have the abominable snowman? No, <laughs> I could never get away from the abominable snowman. And I found out later that you could like press a button and go faster. And I was like, what the hell? Why what? did nobody ever tell me about this? I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently there was, you could press a button and you would go faster and avoid the, the snowman. I'm obviously How? way older than you guys. You're making me feel old. Yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody was pulling my leg when they told me that. Yeah. Cause that was a very, very, very simple game. And the, the snowman only came out after you crossed the finish line for the race. And, like, we're, like, a thousand yards past it or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a link for Don't Wake the Dragon. Oh, God. Boardgamegeek.com, huh? Totally do first. not remember this. It was the well, first one. Well, in 1986, I was in freaking high school. No wonder I don't remember it. Don't Wake the Dragon. It's one of those elaborate ones where you, like, there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely No. <laughs> Don't wake the dragon. This is the best picture ever. <laughs> uh, Gosh. No, I'm sorry. The best picture ever is my. It's still my Skype. Uh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's up there. Oh, my God. Look at Aaron's icon. Hold on. Oh, yes, my please. God. You guys, you guys didn't notice that? Is this thing from last week or whatever? It's the one gay unicorn. It was Pee Wee Herman playing Captain John. It's not Picard. the one gay unicorn. It's some it's, other. It's, it's, the, like it's, the, it's the captain. It's the pirate Captain Picard. On yeah. The that, that's even okay. gayer than the one gay unicorn. He's, he's incredibly homosexual. It's incredibly homosexual. That's exactly right. 
right. I am. No, well, Aaron, no, no. It, it's it's not homosexual. It's damn gay. There's <laughs> that. There's that. It's 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 it's, it's it, it actually is pretty homosexual. Most definitely, sir. P.S. Just came back. <sighs> okay, very good. <laughs> Don't wake the dragon. <laughs> I mean, I can't take him seriously because I had this game, and every time he says "Don't wake the dragon," I'm picturing him with like an egg on his head. <laughs> Back with important info. What could possibly be more important than board games from 1986? Six, seriously. We are totally crashing and burning on this book tonight. Yeah, yeah, I had that comment earlier, but whatever. It's all good. You know, sometimes we do that. The Pufo Exchange is completely free form. It's whatever we want it to be. And if we take 16 episodes to discuss after the end, then damn it, that's how many episodes it takes. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Same principle applies. If we take 16 episodes to go through this book, so what? It's not like we're in any great hurry. It's not like there's a fifth book out to read or anything. No. No kidding. I started, well, I reread this, and of course, which means that I'm now rereading the second book, and Mm. I I cannot believe how much I hated Melisandre. Oh, her. But let's not talk about her to Aaron, because he doesn't know who that is. Oh, that's right. Is it the red red priestess thingy? Yeah, her. You do know who that is. How do you know who that is? I'm I'm a quarter of the way through the second book, dude. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, actually, just past twenty five percent today. I'm enjoying Tyrion. He's he's in the process of figuring out why Littlefinger is so dangerous. Ah, uh, uh, very good, very good. So yeah. he does know who she is. Well, I'm just figuring out. Well, not figuring it out, but I just couldn't. I remembered why I hated her so much and why she gave me the squicks. She just squicked me out. I just I'm at the chapter where Davos takes her on a boat ride. If you remember that chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's where I am. No, yeah. that's why I'm just going to say Death knows uh, what I'm talking about. It's is just, it just me or I don't like any of the new characters. I have There's not been a single new point of view that I've liked in the second book. Um, Davis that's, will grow on you. I didn't hear you. I thought I was bashing a foot. No, 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 no. I said he'll grow. Grow on Aaron. I grow love on the Davos. The Davos yeah. is my favorite. Don't bash the Davos. I didn't I like Theon's he... chapter. I didn't like what was this? What the what the his name was with uh, Stannis, the guy who died. I forget what his name is. The Maester. I didn't like his chapter. I didn't like. I don't know. I I, I just I like the characters from the first book. I don't like the the characters from yeah. the second book so far. I had that problem as well. I was. I mean, I was very shocked by the end of this book here with Eddard being decapitated. Oh my and... god, that's so. like. That was that was totally that that threw me for such a loop when that happened. I mm-hmm. was like, uh, uh, like literally jaw dropping, like in disbelief that this happened. Did, did you did you not just put your book down and say, self? Did that just happen? Yeah, yeah that, that's what happened. To bring it back for a minute, that's what happened to me in Deathly Hallows when uh, Hedwig, Hedwig died, and also again again at the end when Fred dies. Both times, I was so shocked. That, that, I was actually that more surprised about Hedwig. Sad to say, yeah, I was. I mean, well, Hedwig was like, "Bam, Hedwig's dead," and you're like, "What the? Where did that come from? Why did you kill the owl?" Yeah, yeah. The well, thing I is, mean, with Fred, it wasn't surprising because I mean, there's so many Weasleys. I figured at least one of them was going to die. He doesn't sound very reasonable to me. I'm going to just go ahead and apologize in advance if he and I kill each other. I think it's more you get into the law of averages and things like that. 
the fact of the matter is there are nine Weasleys Mm -hmm. and this is a war. Probability clearly states that in all likelihood, not all of the Weasleys are going to make it through this fight. Well, what, but with Ed, Ned, Ed, Edward, whatever we're going to call him. Edward, um, you don't mind if I call you Edward? No, not at all. Edward it is. Well, Ted. Ted. You, you don't mind if I call you Ted? No, uh, no, as, no, as no, 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 no. Everyone calls me Ted. Right, right. But it's shorter, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, and much less formal. Yeah. You have yes. Ted, Edward, anything. Ted. Ned, uh, incidentally, do call me Tom. I don't want you playing around with any of this Thomas nonsense. Ned. Yes. Eddie, baby, when you first... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In the, I'm sorry. Like being called Eddie, baby. It's like they spend, he spends so much time setting up this character in this book. And he's such a noble guy. And he's such a noble, honorable guy. And then he lops off his head. They've made this deal with him that he's going to go take the black, and you know he'll follow through with it because that's the sort of guy he is. And And it's the best way to get him out of the way, no trouble. And Joffrey is a little bitch, and he just goes and fucks up everybody's plans. And it's in public. He's the king, so you have to do what he says. Good to be the king. Well, also, you know, you can you can uh, when they said he was going to take the black, I was like extrapolating ahead to be like, oh, well, that's great. He'll go up there. He'll be with John. You know, they'll both have the black. You know, it'll be great. And and then it just it just all goes to shit. Really, it's it. It all goes to shit just because of that one act. And that's the whole reason why there's this splintering of whatever the, this world is called. The Seven Forget Kingdoms. The Seven Kingdoms. So that was it right there. And it's just because this, this little punk kid wanted to be a punk kid, really. It's really gotta hate Joffrey. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it has. Oh, sorry. I'm waiting for it to be convenient to change the subject. <laughs> it, isn't that, isn't that, that's a Sansa point of view chapter, if I recall. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, it and was. You can feel yeah. the kind of the gut wrenching pain that she feels that she knows that she's killed her father essentially. Yeah, you can. Uh, you, I think that was one of the only points that I felt sorry for her. That she's, I actually felt pain for her. Once that chapter happens, I actually find her a much more sympathetic character. I, I don't like her really yet, and I'm hoping I do eventually because I, I, like I, I do. Of, I like most of the other Stark children, and I think you're supposed to like them. So. I you know, I try to, but I really just I don't really like her yet. But I can see it coming some more. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really been in the, book, in the second book very much yet. Yeah, my, my I think my sympathy for Sansa definitely grew after the first book, if not even getting into like the third. Mm-hmm. She's a hard character. I would to say like. post reading all of them, I would say she's one of my favorites. So, like I would probably go Davos, Arya, um, maybe Jamie. Editor, speed that sound up like 5,000%. I think, um, I think I, I've got to do Arya, Tyrion. Tyrion's great. I, I, I can't oh, imagine. Yeah, he's up there. I would say, yeah. I would say Davos, Arya, Tyrion, Sansa. I can't think of a top five. I'm running out the top five. Samwell. I like John, but uh, yeah, John's I, definitely on the top of my list. Yeah, I like I like Sam. I really like Sam. I think it's because he's the underdog. It, it becomes a lot easier to like Sam. Danny, duh, Danny. Oh, Danny's higher oh, than that. Great. I love uh, Danny. Okay, Davos, Arya, Danny, Tyrion, Sansa. My top five. Definitely have an interesting spectrum of female characters in these this book. Oh, they go over the whole range. 
Oh, definitely. A lot of good, strong ones, too. And then also, like, crazy ones. like And a lot of bad, strong ones, too. And bad, strong ones, like Cersei. I'm thinking right now of um, Lisa Tully, who's just a... She's a crazy, crazy woman. She's and a very you know, weak character, actually. Weak yes, character. she is a very weak character. And then you've got, of course, on the other hand, you've got Caitlyn, who's very strong. Mm-hmm. And Arya, who's young, but also very strong. And then you've got Sansa, who's weak. But she you can kind of see where she's going to maybe learn her lesson and become a stronger character in the future. I think Caitlyn's strong, but she's very misguided. Yeah, she does have kind of a misguided yeah. side. You're right. She's got good intentions. But I think that don't that work a lot out of, for her. Sometimes I think if she had just stayed where she was supposed to be, things would have been so much different. Even though mm-hmm. Ned would have died, I think that things would have been so much different for her. And it wouldn't... I mean, she lived away from her father and her brother for so long. I just can't imagine why it had to be so important for her to be at River Run instead of being with her kids. That's just from a mother perspective. I know it was important for her to... Whatever. But her father had been dying for years and years and years and she'd never made the trek down there. So well, the thing is he's a little more serious about it this time. Well, true. But but I'm sure if this had come and she had been at Winterfell, they would have sent a raven and she would have said, Saddle my horse and, and ridden down the King's Road to River Run yeah. to be with him. It's like she went from the extreme of not, you know, even wanting to take a piss because she couldn't leave Bran to, oh, let's get a nanny. Let's trace all over the place, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think she's very strong character. She's very strong-willed, and I think that she's she's very smart and strategic. She just just a tad bit misguided. I think she loses her way, and, and I think she's supposed to. I thought well, obviously, she's probably supposed to, I mean, unless the character got away from the author a little bit, which can happen. Right. Right, but I obviously she was supposed to because you know I think losing her husband and thinking that her daughters are possibly gone, you know, would probably devastate someone and make them, you know, possibly lead them to make some very rash decisions. Rash decisions. So before that, she was making rash decisions. Like I mean, wasn't capturing Tyrion kind of a rash decision? That was pure improvisation. Yeah, and and that started that that as much as anything else started the war. Right. It probably wasn't the smartest thing she ever did, but she didn't want to let him get away. I can understand why she did it, but oh yeah, he was he was there. He had none of his friends around. Really, it was just a couple of guys that he was traveling with, not necessarily his people. He was vulnerable, and she took advantage of it. I think it could have been better done. But hey, some, some <laughs> you capture dwarves with the people in the tavern that you have, not the people in the tavern that you wish you had. Oh, right, <laughs> yes. right, and the poor lady in the tavern. Oh my goodness, the poor tavern lady. Anyway, oh, so you can't read real quick because while I was gone, I discovered some important information. <laughs> this yeah. information. I found out who Roz is. Who is Roz? Okay. Roz is described as a red-haired prostitute who entertains Tyrion. Oh, so she is, it's a Shay. Yeah. No, they have Shay. They've cast Shay. This isn't Shay. This is Roz. Uh, really? Yeah. Why would there be two? I don't know. Well, I, I wonder she if can... she's just like very minor. I wonder if she's like Shataya. Maybe they didn't want to have Shataya. Isn't see. that what her name is? character is not from the books, although there are numerous prostitutes in the novel in King's Landing. <laughs> there are totally um, like dozens, dozens who, and dozens of prostitutes. 
whose name she could have been given, she could represent any one of the unnamed prostitutes. Yeah. So. Or all okay. of them. Or all of them. To, since they don't want to have lots and lots of prostitute characters. Why? I can't imagine. I don't we know, be off- man. I think oh. it's funny that they wouldn't, that they gave her name. You know, it's not like you would think just prostitute A, prostitute B, you know? Yeah, why does it matter? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, hey, yeah. hey, prostitutes have names too, okay? The stripper myth is, I'm stripping to pay my tuition. Well, I know they have names. I'm just saying, I think it's funny that this character that doesn't sound like, unless like they're creating a new subplot for Bros. Like when you think about the people they've released, like they haven't said who plays the mountain yet. So like, why did we get Roz and not? Or we get a, I mean, uh, we didn't. There's plenty of big characters that we didn't haven't found out who plays any. Or a little finger? There's uh no Renly, no um I forget. I, 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 I saw Littlefinger's been oh, cast. Where's Renly? I want to see Renly. Uh, let's see here. I don't. I have a. There's a list of the names, but not necessarily pictures. I was just looking. I was looking at this HBO's Game of Thrones full cast with photos page we were looking at, and it doesn't. Looking at the entire Game of Thrones cast, which is a link from that page, actually. Okay. They have. Uh, they actually do have a Gregor the Mountain Clegane cast. All right. Well John, Sorry. John Never mind. I, I thought they hadn't. What's weird is to save one key role that is yet to be announced. What's What's the key role that is yet to be announced? And and I hadn't figured that out either. Is this from the other page you were on right there? Yeah. The thing, yeah, it says, here's the spot on looking cast. Save one key role that is yet to be announced. Oh, uh, I think that's probably... Ned, we have Kat, we have Rob. Huh? No, Drogo's yes, on there. Yes. They don't have his pictures, but it says he's also cast as Drogo. doesn't say that he has yet to be announced. He's announced on his page. There's Ned, Kat, Rob, Sansa, Arya, Bran, John. Robert, Cersei, Jamie, Tyrion, Joffrey, Danny, Viserys, Jorah, Theon, Sandor, Ben, Lord Roderick, Castle, Jorah is is on there. No, not Jorah, Lord Mormont. Roz, Will, Raymar, Royce, and Garrod, and Drogo are on this page. Will Will is the guy. He's the prologue guy. Okay, 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 yeah. Uh, Prologue guy. All right, I... Remember the that Lord else. Commander, I, I didn't hear in that list. Well, Aaron says he found more people. You are uh, have other other people that cast are Pip, Renly Baratheon, Mord Roz, Septimore Dane, Janos Slint, Megan, I don't know, M H A E G E N, Lisa Aaron, Grandmaster, uh, Grandmaster Pycelle, Marillion, Robin Aaron, Sir Hugh of the Vale. Alistair Thorne, Micah, Old Nance, or Loris Tyrell, <laughs> Garrett Yorin, Benjamin Stark, <laughs> Sir Mr. Raymond? Uh, Is Mr. Raymond? I think I saw him on one of the lists. Good grief. He's well, not on mine. There's so many characters we could... I wouldn't call Master Eamon a key character. Yeah, Master Eamon uh, Targaryen. Yep. And Syria Pharrell and John Aaron and Jory Castle and Lancel Lannister. Hodor. Yeah, these are not key characters. These aren't key characters. Hodor. Hodor. The only thing I would wonder is if they're holding back, if we're going to see them in flashbacks as dead people. Yeah. It could be like Rhaegar or Lyanna. Hmm. They they might show clips from the battle on, on the Trident. They might show the sack of King's Landing. I mean, I can't imagine them not. I think if you're making a TV show, it'd be hard to just talk about this exciting thing that happened, but we're not going to show it. Yeah. I think you have to. 
they you might not to. also have the budget for it either. So right, that's, that's oh, true too. But they're I'm they're doing they this do. thing, so I'm pretty imagining. I'm guessing that they it. do. Why are you not charging you stupid phone? Uh, I don't know. Are we going to talk about the story anymore tonight? I don't know. Should we? Because I don't know if I can because my my phone is not charging. I mean, it's I have 17 percent remaining, and it's not charging so it's going to go down and down and down until it gets to zero and then you'll lose me forever and ever I haven't done such a great job of it <laughs> I think we've only talked about three chapters so far yeah I know <laughs> so where are we where are we brand We're chapter in. page 200 right. in the hardcover in the yard below yeah that's it's 237 right for me up. I think it's the first chapter after he wakes up actually yeah. Yeah, he's watching from his window seat and he's very Pissy. heartbroken that his he's never going to walk again cuz he broke his back and he wants to be down there laughing and running and he he gets upset with Nan cuz she tries to say, "Oh, I know a story about a crow cuz in the dream as you remember, the three-eyed crow told him he could fly and when he comes back to life his his back is broken, he can't walk." And Nan says, "Oh yeah, all crows are liars. I know a story about a crow." Bran is feeling rebellious. He's feeling too old for stories he, he wants to be an adult i mean as as young as he is he's had it with being a kid well you know he's had a rough way a to go life for a little kid even though he's still a little kid i'm just a 12 year old kid yeah and Tyrion gets back to the castle in this chapter yeah which always is good oh it's yes awesome. he does and it's rob the lord who's there to receive him and he greets him with steel right on his knees i mean that's about as hostile as it gets yeah i was i was surprised here that rob didn't take him there because mm. didn't because well, didn't does he does he know? I don't no. think he could know. He can't possibly know because they don't find out that it's Tyrion's dagger until Caitlin's in King's Landing talking to Littlefinger. True, true, so true. So Rob true. doesn't okay. know because if he knew, he would have had him taken right there. You're, I don't think right. there's yeah, any way around absolutely. it. I think they're just hostile towards him because he's a Lannister, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also not exactly a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Friend. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, think yeah. It's, I mean, it, I, I don't mean nice. he's not nice. I mean, I like him, but I think it's also kind of an attitude thing. Like, I think if he, you know, wasn't himself, like, <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, if he wasn't rude. <laughs> if he wasn't a smart ass. Yeah, right. that's exactly, that's exactly the word smart ass. I think I that's like that, part of his problem. I did like that Tyrion, you know, gave them the plans to make the saddle here. That he'd already thought it up. You know, before he even got back to Winterfell, well, he, he made a promise. Which shows he really is a nice guy. Yeah, he made a promise to John that he would help him if, if he could, and he calls Bran a cripple. Bran says, oh, "I'm not a cripple," and Tyrion says, "Then I am not a dwarf." My father will rejoice <laughs> to hear of it. Yeah. yeah. And the only one who laughs at that is Theon Greyjoy. And he's just Theon is just obnoxious. Like I imagine yes. him laughing. Like like I Theon's laugh, and I imagine is being really obnoxious. <laughs> I, I think Theon it must be like I don't know. I just see him as having serious socialization problems or something. You know, like he he's well, he's a hostage, and he knows he's a hostage. But he's still he creeps me out. Yeah, like I feel like Theon would be like the guy in college who the like frat guy who like gives the 
like he like I feel like he would spike my drink. Like if I was at a party that Theon was at, I would exactly. drink out of my sight. Yes. 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 Oh, Theon Greyjoy date rapist. Excellent. He would put that stuff in your drink. Yeah. yeah I, I can't like disagree it. with that. Yeah, that's that sounds He he just he's 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 slimy in that creepy way that it's just like and he'll smile through the whole thing and that's what gets it. It's like he's, yeah. he's pathological or something. It, it was just, mm-hmm. I don't know what snapped in him, but. Well, I think his whole family is crazy. Like, you know what I mean? They're not exactly sane people over there in Squidland. <laughs> no, we'll, fi- we'll find that out in the next book. But no, they're not. When we meet his sister, we definitely find that out. Well, here's their problem. And if you if you flip to the index, you will learn what their problem is. And it's this legend says... Thousands of years ago... The Grey King ruled not only the Western Isles, but the sea itself, and took a mermaid to wife. So they believe they're descended from a mermaid. A mermaid and a person. Now, I want to know how this okay. works, considering they're- the mermaid's lower half is the fish half. Now, the only way I can think of... <laughs> If this working is if this was the rare kind of mermaid where the fish half is on top and the girl part is on bottom. What, no, what's even worse than that, P.S., is that I knew exactly where you were going to go with that. And anyway, I think that, I mean, whether that this is some unholy combination of spawn and sperm that produced Theon's... <laughs> Uh, my husband has recently gotten into fish and he's turned my house into a gigantic fish tank and i've Watch got out. all these i've got all these breeding cichlids in my house Boom, and so this is just way too visual for me have all these get onto that in the first place <laughs> i don't know i've been here the whole time but i can't remember what was just that <laughs> oh my goodness i keep thinking about the gray joys and the mermaid you know i like felt cir- i needed to explain why cir- theon was so crazy circling around each other in a little breeding dance i i didn't get quite that visual because i don't know that much about fish but you were able to use your knowledge to further ours yeah and then and then she probably carried the eggs around in her mouth for nine months okay this is why woodland is pretty low on my list of places i'd like to be sent to yeah i wouldn't want to have to go there all right jen too i answered this question before you showed up but if you which family would you most like to marry into to marry into yeah like where like if you were being sold off to marry one of these or it's an undisclosed lord basically it's like where would you like to live like what place I think I like the Tyrells. I was going to have to get sold. I was going to have to get sold into marriage to somebody. I might like to go to the Tyrells. Yeah, the Tyrells are, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't complain too much about the Tyrells. I wouldn't want to get sold to the Starks. Pretty much because they're all dead. <laughs> you know, so that would. My answer was that it was cold, except that I kind of liked how Caitlin's room was described. So maybe I wouldn't. No, you know. no, I, I would, I would totally get sold to the Starks. I just, you know, there would have to be someone to marry. Imagine that there's an eligible person that you can marry. Like I didn't even, that didn't even occur to me that they were all dead. Yeah, I was thinking of the the whole logistics part of it. It wasn't working for me, so I. Definitely not the great choice. Nasty. Yeah. None of that fish stuff. 
maybe the Martells. I don't know. I think yeah, I like my the answer. Su- my answer was Martell. I like the Southern. I like the yeah, Southern. Yeah, my answer was Martell or Tully. <laughs> Definitely not House Fry. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the. That's what started this. Okay, we've come full circle. Time to yes. end. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would say, well, now that I've seen Kyle Drogo, I feel slightly differently about him, but... Hmm. Oh, I can ride with the Dothraki. But Walder Fry, no freaking way. He can take all his Walders and Walbets and Waldrinas and Walders. <laughs> you know what I think is the tackiest part is that he names his daughters after himself, too. I mean, well, they, no, 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 no. It's not him. Everyone else names the kids after him in hopes of getting special favor, which yeah, I don't know how that when he works. Dies. Like when he dies. When he dies. When he dies, they want special favor. I mean, I don't know which character actor in my mind. I wish I could remember his name so that I could even, or what he's been in, so I could even Google so I could give the picture. But I've got this guy, this guy in my head that I can think of as being Walter Fry and... Okay, you know who plays Walter Fry in my head? It like doesn't act the same, but like I, it's the same picture. Is the old king from The Princess Bride? There you go. The old she kissed king. me. Mm, yes. No, the guy that I'm thinking is creepy. Old man. Oh, creepy. No, he's kind of creepy. I mean, he's he's like he's creepy because this guy is like cunning and just creepy. I mean, he's 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 boning a nineteen-year-old, and he's like ninety. I mean, he he like talking about how he's you know doing his nineteen-year-old, his new nineteen-year-old wife, and how he's gonna have her knocked up by blah blah blah. And it's like, dude, you are wrinkled and saggy. <laughs> but he can still get it up. Yeah, but it's gross. It is very gross. It is very gross. Yes, yes. And on that excessively creepy note, yes. we have nothing else to say about the book tonight. This has been <laughs> episode 31 of the Poofo Exchange. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I'm Death Roll. Are we really ending? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. This has been P.S. And Gen 2. I'm still Aaron. We have lost Richard, but he says goodnight as well. And we'll see you back next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.